Welcome to the SG Engage podcast, where it's all social good all the time. Sit back and relax as the brightest minds from across the social good community engage with trends, big ideas, and best practices to help you drive impact. Today's episode features an excerpt of the Skills Up webinar series led by Damaris Heron Watkins, Director of Finance and Administration at A Better Chance. Click on the links in the show notes to access more resources to help you establish best practices within your organization. Enjoy the episode. Hi, everyone. I'm Damaris. Like she mentioned, I'm the Director of Finance and Administration at A Better Chance. Um, And A Better Chance, a little bit about them. We uh, help to offer transformational educational experiences and opportunities by placing young people of color in independent schools across the country. A little bit about me. I'm from Queens and I'm a born and raised New Yorker. I have about 15 plus years of nonprofit experience and I'm actually in my 19th year of working in nonprofits. And I like to binge watch Netflix and I like to root for the home team. So go Giants, go Yankees, go Knicks. So a little bit about our agenda today for this webcast. We're going to talk about the purpose of goal management, why are goals important, the types of goals that we can create then talking a little bit about creating those goals, how we can make them smart, and we'll go through what smart means, and then some next next steps after you create those goals. So really the purpose of goal management is to define what success looks like and provide a means for tracking progress towards that success. A lot of times our direct reports feel like they're not sure of what success looks like for them in their job. They feel like there are a lot of tasks that they do, but what does it mean for to, for them to be successful in the work that they're doing and how can they actively track their progress in that way? So a little quote from Tony Robbins that I think is important for this discussion is that setting goals is the first step in turning the invisible into the visible. Sometimes, especially in bigger organizations, the goals for the organization and how a person's work rolls up into those goals is kind of nebulous and they don't see how they all tie together. But when you start to create goals, you can then begin to structure it so that you do see how what you're doing affects your department and then your organization as a whole. And it takes things from being invisible to being more visible. So why are goals important, right? So a couple of reasons why goals are important is one, they help to prioritize your work and the work of your team, right? So that you know that these are the top two or three things that are really important. And then if you have to pivot, you're able to pivot the other like two or three things that are not so important right now. That's why it's a key ingredient in decision-making because when you know what goal your goals are, you can decide what's important, what's least important. Can we do this next year? Is it key that happens this year or in this quarter? Um, so it's really important. It really helps us to help set decision-making. It also fosters teamwork because like I had mentioned, when your direct reports understand how their work rolls up into the de- department and how their work affects other people in your department or even in your entire organization, you begin to foster that that teamwork aspect of wanting to make sure that you get your, your work done for the people that are around you, right? It also helps you measure success for yourself and your team. It helps you have a concrete, objective measure of how well your team is doing, how well you are doing, and how well your direct reports are doing. And finally, it creates a roadmap to follow, and it creates a common baseline of understanding. It helps you know, as the manager and your direct report know, 
what is expected of, of, of one another, and then making sure that everybody understands that if this goal doesn't get done, you weren't successful, and if this goal does get done, you are successful. So here's the first of our poll questions. Do you create goals for yourself? And we'll talk about why this is the first question in a minute. I'll give everybody about 15 seconds to respond. Okay, great. So we're gonna, we're gonna um, show the results of that. Um, and it shows that a majority of you are creating goals for yourself, which is great. If you're not, I recommend that you do create goals for yourself and we'll explain why in uh, the next couple of slides. But we have one more poll question. Do you create goals for your direct reports? So give us another 15 seconds. Um, if you have direct reports for people to respond to that. All right. So we're going to look at the results here. It looks like a majority of you are creating goals for your um, direct reports. If you're not, I'm glad you're here because we're going to talk about how to be able to do that. But the reason why I asked about um, do you create goals for yourself and do you create goals for your direct reports is because it's important and it's key that you have an understanding of what your work is and what goals you have for your work so that when you're creating the goals for your direct reports, there's alignment and that you are working together for the goals of your team or your department. So there are two types of goals that you most often see. Um, one is cascading goals and then the other one is agile goals. For cascading goals, you, you're usually using them in a business plan and it helps leaders who at the top look at their high-level um, initiatives and what the secondary and third-level goals are. And then it also helps employees know how their individual goals are rolling up into the department goals and then the organizational goals, right? So that's our example that you see the org goals, the department goals, and then the individual goals. So an example of this, right, is that my, in my area is finance, and we have an overarching organizational goal of financial stability. Our department goal then is to make sure that we are accurately managing our budget. So for my staff accountant, one of their goals would be to make sure that we are managing the procurement process to make sure that we are, we are staying on track for our spending, right? So it gives the staff accountant the ability to see that by controlling our procurement process and making that we are making sure that we are accurately accounting for all of our um, business spend, we're able to achieve our department goal of managing our um, approved expense budget. And that rolls up into our organizational goal of being financially stable. Agile goals, right, are really focused on managing deliverables, not necessarily business results. And it's really goals that just have to happen kind of every year that don't necessarily roll up into an organizational goal, but they still have to get done. So, in my, for, in my example, in my department, we have audit every year. And if you're a nonprofit, you understand what that process is. And so that's just a goal that has to get done. It doesn't necessarily um, align to an organizational goal, but it does have people who are um, part or contributors to that goal. Um, I have to track the progress of that goal to make sure that I'm successful in it, right? And so an example of, of audit would be that I want, want to make sure that we have a clean audit that is completed by September 2022. So when we're creating goals for our team, right, like I said, you have to make sure that you know what your goals are for the year, right? And you need to make sure that you have a good understanding of what the organization's goals are. And then you 
um, have a good understanding of what your if you don't run your department, what your department's goals are, and then you can start to think about the goals you have for your team, for your direct reports. I would then say sit down with your team in a, in a, a team meeting. Um, so for what I did this year or the end, tail end of last year was have a, have a team, have an admin team meeting and talk about the goals that the department had for the year. And then charge them with creating their own goals for the year based on the t- shared team goals, the shared department goals that we had in that meeting. Then as a follow-up, setting a check-in meeting with your direct reports to discuss the goals that they have created. That way it gives them a deadline for creating their goals because they know that at that next check-in, you're going to be discussing the goals that they have created. Then when you have that check-in meeting, you're coming together, you're going to ask questions and look at the goals that they've created in order to formalize them. Research shows that when your direct reports have input into the goals that are created for for them for the year, they have stronger buy-in, more likely to work actively towards those goals because they have had some input into the goals that they're working towards. You need to make sure that the goals are smart, and we're going to talk about what smart means in a little bit. You have to make sure that the goals are motivating for your direct report, right? Because if they are motivated to do it, they are more likely to see success in it. Whereas if they just feel it's a directive, it doesn't fit into anything that they see for themselves in the future or in their role, they're less likely to accomplish the goal. Now, this doesn't mean that every goal that your direct report gets, they're going to love. There are some things that you just have to do and it may not be your favorite thing. But if you can at least have some goals that do have that built into it, there's a more likely chance that they will be accomplished. And then make an action plan to help reach those goals so that you can stick to them. So here's our next poll question. What do you think SMART stands for now that I've said it a couple of times in uh, the course of this presentation? I'll give you about 15 seconds to answer. Okay, so let's see some of the results. So it looks like a majority of you says specific, measurable, attainable, relevant, and time-based. And yes, that is the acronym for um, SMART. So you will see sometimes that the wording may be a little different. Um, I use time-based, others use time-bound. But um, this is the acronym or the way that I learned SMART. Um, And so SMART stands for specific, measurable, attainable, relevant, and time-based. You want your goals to be specific. You want them to be narrow and actionable and clear. You don't want them to be so broad pie in the sky that there are multiple interpretations about what is being um, expected of your direct report. So making sure that it's specific is very important. Make sure it's measurable. You want to know how you have been successful in the goal. What is that measurement that tells me I've done what I needed to do? So if you're a fundraiser and you have to raise a million dollars, that is your measure. If you need to control costs and you want to cut spend by 20%, that is your measure percentage, right? If you have are a youth organization, um, like a better chance is, and we are looking at how many people we're going to bring into our program, you would say that 300 students right? That's your unit of measure. So making sure that you understand what the measure is for the goal is very important because that's how you know that you have been successful. You have to make sure it's attainable. Asking yourself, can this goal be accomplished? We're not trying to set our direct reports up 
for failure. We want to set them up for success. So we have to make sure that what we're doing can is can be accomplished and is doable. We have to make sure it's relevant, right? We don't want our goals to be doing things that don't make sense for our organization, for our team, for our department. So you want to make sure that the goals and objectives that you have set up align with what is happening in the department and in your organization. And also, you want it to be time-based. You want to give a deadline. You want your direct reports to know that they're working towards an end date and that it's not going to go on forever, right? We want it to be ambitious, but it should also be realistic. If you know that you have a big project coming up in three months' time, you have to make sure that the goal that you're about to set will help you hit that project date. So some considerations, I already kind of stressed why measurement is important, but then also it's who is going to be responsible for moving the goal forward. If it's your direct report, making sure that they understand they're the ones who are really driving this process. Asking yourself, are there other people who are going to contribute to the success of this goal? It's important to know that because as you're working to make the goal happen, if you require someone else in your team or even someone else in the organization to help you move that along, you want to be able to let them know that they are part of your success. And then you actively are working and engaging with them to make sure that you are able to meet your goal. And then once again, really looking at do these goals align with what is happening in the organization? That's very important because otherwise you could be doing something and really be great at it. And it really does not move the needle in your organization at all. So my recommendation is that you create between three to five goals for yourself and your direct report. Anything above five becomes to be really untenable and and un, it, it, it gets more difficult to be able to accomplish the goals. So three to five is about the sweet spot to make sure that you feel like you have enough time to be able to meet all the goals that Um, are set for you for the year. So this is a template that you can use when you're creating your SMART goals, right? You can have an initial kind of broad goal at the top, and then you can start to ask yourself for specific. What do I want to accomplish? Why is the goal important? And who are the players that are going to be involved in making this goal happen? Measurable, how much, how many, how will I know when it's been accomplished? Attainable, how can I accomplish this goal? Is it realistic? Are there constraints I need to consider when creating this goal? Is it relevant? So why am I setting this goal now? Can it be done now? Can it be done later? Does this match our efforts or our needs in the department, in the organization, on our team? And what's the deadline and is it realistic? Once you've been able to answer these questions, then you can craft your SMART goal statement. So let's look at some examples of creating a SMART goal. Right. So we're going to start with the manager's example, a manager's example of a smart goal, because, as I mentioned earlier, it's important that managers know what their goals are before they start to create goals for their team. So in this example, the manager's initial goal is to create a dashboard of of their team's key metrics. Okay, so now we're going to go through the different levels of smart here. So specific, they want to create a dashboard showing their key outputs every quarter, right? So who are the players that are are needed for this goal? IT, John Doe, and Jane Smith, who are members of their team, are needed to accomplish this goal. They need help to design the dashboard, and then they need to gather the data for the dashboard. 
is it measurable? So how will you know you've accomplished this? You have a dashboard that is tracking the five key metrics of the team. Is it attainable? Well, we know we have to work with IT. It looks like there's some time for them to help us develop this dashboard. And then second, going to work with the team members to make sure that they can analyze and produce the data that's needed for the dashboard. So it looks like it's attainable because we can work with the different players to get this done. Is it relevant? Yes, because org-wide data has become really important for this organization in the last year. So we know that this dashboard is a relevant goal to the organization's needs right now. And the time goal that the person, the manager has is by September 30th, they'll have this dashboard done because their department director um, has given, kind of given them this directive that they want a dashboard by the end of the year. Um, and so the, the manager is building in a little buffer for themselves so that they can test out the dashboard, work out any kinks that, they, that may come up so that by the end of the year, they have a fully functioning dashboard to present to their department head. So the SMART goal, once we analyze all of these questions, is that the manager will complete a fully functioning dashboard of team KPIs by September 30th in order to track progress on key data points. So we took kind of this big overall, I need to create a dashboard and have made it specific, measurable. We know that it's attainable and it's relevant and there's a time basis around it. So now looking at the individual SMART goal, right? The, of, this, of this manager's direct report is they want to grow their skills in the technical reporting field. Okay, so being more specific, they want to complete some trainings on technical reporting in this fiscal year. And how can they measure that? They know that they want to take three courses on technical reporting and they obtain a certificate. So at the end of this goal, they will know they have been successful when they have three certificates from, a tech, from technical reporting courses. Is it attainable? So they figure that if they look at courses that are two hours or less, they can help to prioritize it with their daily responsibilities to get it done. And if they spread the courses out enough, a, long enough, a long enough span of time, then they know that this goal will be doable. Is it relevant? Well, yes, because in their role, they'll need to analyze data and produce data for their department. And we know that because their manager's goal is to put data into a dashboard, right? That they need to then give to their department director. So this is clearly a relevant goal. Their deadline, their time base is June 30th because they know that the second half of the year is really busy. They won't have enough time to be able to do the courses. So they wanna make sure that they do this by June 30th. And so their SMART goal statement is that they will complete three technical reporting courses by June 30th in order to improve their knowledge, skills, and abilities in creating, analyzing, and summarizing data. So the reason why it was important that I put the manager's goal first is because looking at the time, the manager's goal was September 30th that they would have this dashboard done, right? If the individual's goal wasn't June 30th and had been September 30th, that would have put the manager's goal in jeopardy because the individual would not have had the skills to be able to produce all of the data that was needed for that dashboard. So this is why it's important for managers to know their goals so that when their team starts to develop their, their own goals, you will be able to see how if the individual team member doesn't meet their goals, how it can affect your man the manager's goals or your goals as a manager. And that you may ne then need to come back to them and say, well, I need you to tweak this a little bit because 
um, we won't be able to meet our deadline if we if it's this late. Um, so you can then talk out what are the different projects that may be coming up that you will be working on. And you can then start to make decisions. Right. One of the things I said was that it's a having goals helps to is a key, key ingredient in your decision making. They are then able to pivot and make decisions about the other things that are coming up for these individuals. So some next steps. You should be checking in with your direct reports throughout the year to help them track their progress on their goals and accomplishments because you want to make sure that you are catching if they are in danger of not hitting that goal early so that you can create an intervention to make sure that the person then is still be able to be on track. Or maybe things have changed in the middle of the year, that goal or hitting that goal in that set amount of time really isn't necessarily relevant anymore. And so then you can pivot your direct report into doing something else. Additionally, you should be tracking your progress, both your progress to goal as a manager and your direct reports progress to make sure that your goals are up to date. There are many different ways you can do this. You can do this in an online software. Um, at my organization, we use um, Performance Culture, which recently rebranded to WorkDove. So you could use a, a system like that. You can use Excel and just have it that's a shared Excel document and everybody's updating their goal uh, progress, creating a goal tracker. You can do it as tasks. There are many different ways, but you do want to make sure that you're tracking your progress because if you're not tracking your progress, you could look up one day and realize that the goal deadline passed you by and you were not able to complete it. 